Hello, and welcome to the Major Gifts Fundraiser podcast. I'm Monica Van Deventer. Let me tell you a little bit about the tribe we're building here at Major Gifts Fundraiser. We're working with people like you who want to be among the very best in this field. You want to accomplish great things. You want to challenge yourself. You want to grow, and you are up for going on a journey because you know a journey is what it takes to become the very best version of yourself. You're listening to this podcast because you know that in order to be a great fundraiser, you have to spend time thinking about how you'll be a great fundraiser. You can learn more about our new online training programs at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. And without further ado, here's Clark. Buenos dias, mis amigos. Hey, Clark Tandevinder here from majorgiftsfundraiser.com. I hope that you are having a fantastic day. Yes, why? And like, why shouldn't you have a fantastic day, right? I, I had a donor I worked with years ago. Always remember this. She's a sweet, sweet lady. Great couple. Uh, amazing people. And um, yeah, they, they were they were very successful in business. Um, and the voicemail, they're outgoing. They're answering machine at their home. When you would call to leave a message uh, at their house, they would say, uh, she'd say at the end, and have a great day, a better yet, make it a great day. And I just love that. I still remember Royce and Kitty so, so fondly. All right. What I want to talk about in this episode uh, are pitfalls and ropes. And when I was thinking about this episode today, I was thinking about, do you remember? Oh, my gosh. Do you remember this? I had to actually look it up. And I found it on Wikipedia. Do you remember this game? At least I do. I'm 41, almost 42 years old. And I can remember being a kid. And I had two older brothers. We had an Atari. And I remember this game where um, there'd be this guy like running. And he'd come to um, a pit. And maybe there were like alligators in the pits or something. Or maybe there was quicksand. I'll tell you what, uh, when I was a kid, I was terrified of quicksand. Quicksand has turned out to be much less of an issue in my adult life than I expected as a kid. Um, but you you would have these pits, maybe with quicksand, maybe with alligators, and there'd be a rope. And you could use that rope to swing over this pit, right? And I, I looked it up, found it on Wikipedia. Pitfall. Here we go. I'm just reading from Wikipedia. Pitfall is a platform video game designed by David Crane for the Atari 2600 and released by Activision in 1982. The player controls Pitfall Harry, who is tasked with collecting all the treasures in a jungle within 20 minutes. Uh, And then it says it's now considered one of the uh, top video games of all time. All right. Okay. So. We're talking about pits and pitfalls that I want you to avoid in your in your career, in your work as a fundraiser. And then I want to give you some ropes to maybe help you swing over these pits. Um, pitfall number one that I always talk about is not going on a trip because you didn't get the meetings you really wanted, right? You're going to go on a trip to Indianapolis. And of course, you have two donors in Indianapolis that you really want to meet with. And so... Um, you're fo- you're totally focused on them. You're not calling anyone else. Um, you're just focused on them, and they're not answering the phone. You can't get through to them, and you don't um, you don't make any other calls, and then you don't go on the trip at all. 
because you didn't get the two meetings that you really wanted. This to me is a big pitfall. All right, I want you to avoid this pitfall and I want you to avoid it. Here's the rope I'm gonna give you. I, I want you to make, I don't care who you're gonna get meetings with. I want you to make the easiest calls first. The people that you know you're gonna get meetings with, I want you to call them first. And, and now you're going to Indianapolis. Right, you're going, you've got a meeting and you're going to keep working on getting those, those other meetings, those two meetings that you really want. If you go back and listen, we talked about this recently on the podcast about making moves months in advance to sort of grease the tracks to make it easier for you to get a yes to the first ask, the, the ask for the visit. But I, I want you to just start getting meetings. I don't care who they're with because you meeting with anyone is a better use of your time than you sitting in your office. So this is a big pitfall, not going on a trip because you didn't get the meetings you really wanted. Yes, work on getting those meetings. Do everything you can to get those meetings. But go meet with anyone. All right, so that, that leads into pitfall number two, um, which is, ignoring donors below a certain dollar threshold. It's like you're going to go to Indianapolis and and you so you ask, you know, your your whoever it is in your office, you'd ask for the list, right? Hey, can you give me a list of all of our donors within 100 miles of Indianapolis who have given $500 or more in the past 2 years? And and there's these donors and those are the donors you're focused on, right? And you ignore someone who's given a hundred bucks. All right. Now, sure. Focus on the people who've given you bigger gifts first, but if you've got an opening on your calendar, go meet with the donor who gave a hundred bucks. Go meet with the donor who gave 25 bucks. Uh, I remember years ago, my boss, um, this is the, my boss, this is the president of the organization, All right? This is a, it's a pretty big organization too. Right? This isn't some like, <laughs> I mean, no offense. This isn't some rinky-dink outfit, right? This is a significant organization. And and um, my boss, president of the organization, went and called on a $25 donor. And that $25 donor would later turn into a seven-figure donor. You just never know. So there's the story of Acres of Diamonds, right? It's the story of the... Uh, African farmer who dreamed of making it rich in the diamond industry and he sold his farm and he went out prospecting the African continent in search of diamonds. And years later, it came to be found that that farm, that farmer had owned on that farm, they would discover one of the biggest diamond mines ever discovered on the African continent. That farmer had owned free and clear acres of diamonds, but he had never taken the time to cultivate his own land to discover those diamonds. So don't ignore donors below a certain dollar threshold, all right? Be willing to meet with anyone, all right? There's all sorts of clues. I mean, sure, like if I'm going to go to Santa Barbara, all right, Santa Barbara, California, beautiful place, one of the most affluent cities in the United States. But if I have a $25 donor with a 93108 zip code, I, they live in Montecito. That's where Oprah Winfrey lives. That's where Prince Harry lives now, right? Okay, like th this is an affluent community. 
right? I don't care if they've only given $25. The, the thing that may be challenging uh, with getting the, the meeting with the $25 donor who lives in Montecito is that um, at $25, they're not invested in the organization yet, right? Like it was such a throw, uh, $25 is nothing. It was a throwaway gift. Um, they may not care enough about you to take that meeting, but certainly don't ignore people below a certain threshold. Uh, another big pitfall I want you to avoid um, is passing on meeting calls to an assistant. Um, very tempting to do, in large part because people don't like to make phone calls. Uh, especially people don't like to make phone calls to people they don't know. And it would be uh, easy or convenient to pass on meeting calls to an assistant. Don't do that. This is like the most important task that you have, and it's the hardest, right? They, they always say that like getting the meeting is the hard part. And, and once you get the meeting, you're 90% of the way to the gift. So why are you going to pass on those meeting calls to an assistant? I want you to make those meeting calls yourself. You're communicating to the donor that you value them enough to pick up the phone and call them. And you're going to be the one in the living room. You want to start building that rapport now. So, so avoid the pitfall of passing on meeting requests to an assistant. I want you making those calls yourself. All right, some other um, ropes I can give you. Um, you're not going to call a donor because you don't have their phone number, right? If you just don't have their phone number, um, add, a, add a PS to a visit letter, right? Okay, so I love sending visit letters. Uh, it's, this, it's the letter that I send uh, four or five days before I start making phone calls, requesting meetings, where I basically say, um, thank you so much for your support of our organization. Your, your support is changing lives. I hope you know how much we appreciate it. I'm going to be in the Los Angeles area the week of February 7th. I'd love to come by and uh, visit with you while I am in the area. By the way, I won't be asking for a gift in this meeting. You can relax knowing I just want to get to know you and talk about the values that we share. Right? And, and then I add a PS to the letter if I don't have their phone number. Right? By the way, I don't have your phone number. Would you give me a ring and I give my cell phone? Do you know how many phone calls I've gotten from donors over the years from that simple PS? And and sometimes, I mean, I have one example I could give you of a big time person, big time person, big time philanthropist, actually in Los Angeles, who called me. This is a, this guy's a big deal, and he called me off of that PS. Um, difficult to get meetings. All right, I'm giving you a rope here. Suggest an atypical time or location for a meeting. I was trying to get a meeting with a high-powered CEO of a big company. And um, I just said, hey, are you an early riser? Because he's super busy, right? I said, are you an early riser? Because I am. He said, I'm at the gym at 6 a.m. every morning. And he had a little fitness center like like connected to his office, right? He had a great big, you know, CEO office and connected to his office was a little fitness center, probably, probably like a 300 square foot little fitness center adjacent to his office. He said, I'm in my 
uh, Jim in my office every morning at 6 a.m. I said, I'll meet you there. All right. And we actually had a meeting with and he was he was working out. I did a little bit of a workout with him. And that's where we had our first meeting, suggest an atypical time or location for a meeting. Um, another rope I could give you, um, send a, an MP3 player, a little little iPod shuffle, that kind of thing, with a recorded message and put on some of your favorite um, music or books or quotes. Just It's a fun little gift um, uh, that you can send to a donor where you can get a few talking points in. But it's different. It stands out. Um, or send a case statement with a pen and a box of cookies, a red pen. Right? Like, hey, I, I've been wanting to give you our pitch. How are we doing at telling our story? Right? You tell me. And, and just send that red pen with a box of cookies or with a couple of tea bags. Next time you have a few minutes, I'd love to get your feedback on this. And you're giving them a red pen. To mark it up. All right, this is it. There's no magic bullet, right? If we knew the thing we needed to do, we would do it. But we don't know what the right thing is. So it's about being creative and trying different things. Um, I'm telling you, success is a numbers game, right? If if you if you reach out to enough people, if you make enough phone calls, if you send enough visit letters. If you make enough of these moves, if you keep trying, keep trying a different way to get in front of this person, um, hey, it, it, you'll eventually get you'll eventually get enough meetings. And if you get enough meetings, like you will end up with enough quality prospects. And if you get enough quality prospects, you will have that sufficient pool from which you are able to ask for a, a sufficient number of gifts. And you'll close enough gifts and you will be successful. And, and then we can help you. We can coach you on how to be a more successful asker. Right? I, I want fundraisers like Coach to close three out of four gifts they ask for. Right? But it's, it's really about getting in the way of success, doing things, being creative, not giving up. And the next time that you're, you're like searching for the right thing to do with a donor, Maybe just picture <laughs> this game pitfall. Maybe imagine that you're looking in front of you at the, that sand trap or that quicksand. And think about what's the rope, what's the vine that's hanging down that can help you swing over this thing. All right. Man, it would be fun to play that game pitfall. Um, all right. Hey. That's all I've got for you today. Uh, hope this has been helpful. I I'm here to help you be successful. That that's like my life calling is to be a coach, to be a guide. I can't take the steps for you, but I can take them with you. And I want to help you be successful in your work. Um, so if I can be helpful to you, reach out to me at Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. Uh, appreciate you listening to the podcast. Remember, we have the offer going on right now where you can get on a one-on-one -on -one call with me for a development assessment. This is like just you and I talking. Like there's something going on in your life. You don't know what it is, but there's something obvious that you're missing, right? There's something obvious that I'm missing in my life. I, I'll tell you that. If I just got together with a good friend, good mentor, he'd probably say something to me. She'd say something to me. And I'd be like, whoa, how did I miss it? it, it like. 
if I could be that person for you to look into your life and go, whoa, how did you miss this? Right? That's what I want to do. So we can have a conversation about your work and I can give you a development assessment that you could use for yourself or give to your boss or your board to demonstrate that you are working on an actionable plan to see success in your work. So if you're interested in doing that, shoot me an email at clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. All right, Monica here again. If you like what you heard on this podcast, you'll love our online training programs. You can complete our online training programs at your own pace and you can watch or listen to them from any device. And unlike that last conference you attended, the challenge questions and action steps that come with each of our modules will give you concrete things you can do today to level up as a fundraiser. You'll raise more money than ever before by developing deeper donor relationships than you ever thought possible. So head over to majorguestfundraiser.com to buy now. Thanks for listening.